Okay, today's class in the Har Lebanon Ohabet Torah edition of the Daf Yomi class. Uh, today's class, Bezat Hashem, is dedicated for the Fuash Shalema of all those with coronavirus. Bezat Hashem, they should have a Fuash Shalema. Hashem should take them out and give them a complete Fuash Shalema. Okay, we left off on the day of Purim with a beautiful sugya discussing, discussing the laws of Kluta. Just a quick uh, recap for those who might be jumping in. Purim was a hard day. Um, Kluta is an amazing shita of Rabbi Akiva, where he says that when a person throws something through Rishut Arabim, from Rishut Echid across Rishut Arabim to another Rishut Echid, normally Rishut Echid to Rishut Echid does not make you chayav, you only patur. And in this case, in theory, one should be patur. And the Chachamim actually say that you are patur. However, Rabbi Akiva says that you're chayav. And we weren't sure what the reasoning was. Rabbah himself wasn't sure what the reasoning was. But in the end, we said, Lo kasha, kevan ibayle had ipshita, that Rabbah, we figured out that the reason why of the machloket was the machloket about whether or not he hold of kluta, which means... Do we say that an object that's passing through the airspace is as if it's on the floor, and therefore it's like the guy made an akira and a hanacha in the shul because we look at it in the freeze frame as if it's landed, and that's why Rabbi Akiva says that you are chayav. Okay. Now, over there, check that right there, right there. And it has to be below tenamot. Only below tenamot. Good. Now, and if so, we wanted to claim that the author of our Mishnah, which is telling you that when the guy is... Now, why do we get to this? Because pay attention, everyone, very closely. The reason why we got to this is because we were wondering who could have written our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, the rabbi is saying that you're chayav, even though the guy took it out. Look, if you look on our board, for those who weren't here, the guy took the object out of an Ani's hand. Ani's hand is less than four by four, so therefore, or, or the Balabite's hand is less than four by four, and therefore it's not a Rishut Yachid. Why is it a shutechid if it's not 4x4? Four four? In order to be shutechid, it should be 4x4. Four four, and they took it off a non 4x4. Four four. So we're answering that since the opinion is the Mishnah was written Rabbi Akiva, who's famous for his kluta. So we'll say kluta here too, and therefore we'll say that's why it's a problem. That's why he was the one who wrote the Mishnah. And Rabbi Akiva was the author. The Gemara wants to know now, maybe. <clears throat> yes, it's true, Rabbi Kiva does not require Hanacha, which means he doesn't require placing, and that's why when he chucks the item across, pay attention, that's why when you take the rock or something, and you chuck it across Rishut Rabin, he allows you to be Chayav, a Korban, even though it went across Rishut Rabin, because he doesn't require leaving it on a 4x4. Four four. But who told you that Rabbi Kiva? doesn't require taking it from a place of 4x4. Four four. There's two parts. There's the taking it, which is the akira, and there's the hanacha. So you only saw that Rabbi Akiva is lenient about the, or strict, lenient, whatever you call it, about the, the fact that it doesn't have to land in Rishut Arabim. But, but in our Mishnah, he also has to be lenient about taking off someone's hands that's not a Rishut Arabim also. 
So therefore, who told you Rabbi Kiva could be the author of the Mishnah? Dilma Hanacha Hu Delobai Ha Akira Bai. Maybe he doesn't require Hanacha, but Akira he does require. So it says, okay, you're right. You're right. Maybe our Mishnah is not Rabbi Kiva. Ela Amar of Yosef, scratch Rabbi Akiva. Our Mishnah was not written Rabbi Akiva. Because you're right, we don't have anywhere where we saw that Rabbi Akiva was lenient as regard to picking up. So we can't say that. El Amar of Yosef, Hamani Rebihi. Okay, the author of our Mishnah is Rebbe. Now, where do you ever see Rebbe being lenient about taking something off hands as opposed to a four by four? Hi, Rebbe. Which Rebbe are you talking about? Ilema Ha Rebbe may be referring to Rebbe from the following Brighta, the famous Rebbe in this Brighta. What's the Brighta? Right, this is the following. Zarak, a guy chucked something. Venach al gabeziv kolshehu. If a guy threw something in a reshut harabim and it lands on something, a little small protrusion coming out of the wall. A ziv is something protruding from the wall. Let's say a stick coming out of the wall. Or something, a protrusion. doesn't say what kind of thing. Rebbe mechayev vechachamim potrim. Vechachamim is a patur. I guess it could didn't land in Rishud Amim. Again, you're always, you're chayav, if you go four or more in Rishud Amim, has to make akira and a hanacha in Rishud Amim, four or more, you're going to be chayav. Rebbe says, you're chayav, and the chachamim say, you're patur. So you see that Rebbe has an opinion that he doesn't require four by four. Now, somebody should ask me, and I was hoping somebody would, but I guess I don't, if I was being very nice. But I, you could ask the same question here. Over there, it's a hanacha landing on the 4 by 4 thing. So the same problem we had with Rabbi Akiva, we could have on Rabbi too. Are you with me, Harry, or no? It's still a protrusion. All we see in this case is, is that all, all you see in the case is that the Hanakha is not necessary on a 4 by 4 I had that from Rabbi Akiva too. Rabbi Akiva didn't require Hanakha on 4 by 4 either. It's connected to something else. But the Gemara doesn't deal with that. So the Gemara is going to reject it anyway. Hatam kaman Rebbe's reason is not because you don't need four by four over there. So Rebbe cannot be the author of our Mishnah. Because in that case, when he chucked it four or more and lands on the protrusion, it's not because, the reason why he says Yechayav is not because he doesn't cry four by four. But rather because of the Abaya. What is Abaya? The Amar Abaya. Hacha bi'ilan ha'omed b'rishut ha'yachid v'nofo noter l'rishut ha'rabim. He's talking here about a case. The Rebbe's case is like this. You have a tree in private property. Okay? And its branches are extending over Shutarabim. Okay? Fine. And now a guy throws it and lands on the branch. That's the protrusion is this branch. So, Rebbe holds Shadi Nofo Batarikaro. We say that the branches are really part of the roots. And therefore, when it lands on the branches, it's like it's in Rashid HaEchid. And therefore, that's why Yechayav. I'm, I'm only explaining to you one way. There's Rashi and Tos, so I'm giving you one of the ways just to get through the Gemara. Okay, there's other opinions, I'm just giving you one. It's like it goes on the Rashid HaEchid. And the reason why Yechayav is not because, not because it doesn't need to become four by four. It's because... It is at the bottom, and the bottom is four by four. What was your intention, Rabbi? We don't care what your intention was. You, you oh, want, it doesn't matter. You, you, you want, did it. You, you did, did it. it. Okay? This is Yachid. No, I was in Rishut Arabim here. 
He's going to Rishut Achid. Oh, he's throwing from Rishut Achid. That's like the... From Rishut Ela Harabi. Rather, Gemara says Harabi. Not when I said when we said that a Mishnah's Rebbe, I don't mean that Rebbe of throwing on the piece. It's the other Rebbe. Listen to this other Rebbe. The Tanya, Rebbe said in different writer, Zarak, Mishnah Tarabim, Mishnah Tarabim, Mishnah Echid Ba'emsa. Here's another case. Instead of having, before we had Rishut Echid, to Rishut Echid with Rishut Tarabim in the middle. Now, doing the opposite. Shuta Rabim, Shuta Rabim, with the Shuta Hayachid in the middle. Okay? And that's the Machloket Rebbe. Let's see. Rebbe Mechayev, Hahamim Potrim. Rebbe says Yechayev, and Hahamim say Yepatur. Right? Same as before. Again, right? Same as before. The Amar Behuda Mashmul. And Behuda said the name Mashmul. The following. Mikhayev Haya Rebbe Shtayim. Shmuel said about this, about this Brita, that when Rebbe says Yechayav, Yinachayav one, pay close attention, Yechayav two, Chatats. You're going to come bring two Korban on the Beit HaMikdash. Why two? Watch what happened. Again, you have here, Shut HaRabim, Shut HaRabim, and Shut HaYachid in the middle. And the guy chucks from here to here. Okay? And it goes over Shut HaYachid. Says Shmuel, when Rebbe says Chayav, he means Chayav two korbanot. What's two? Uno here to here, and Uno here to here. Even though it didn't land there. Even though it didn't land. So airspace is considered airspace, uh, like it landed. Maybe let's let's see in a second, right? Alma lo bai akira v'lo hanacha al gabe makom arba barba. See, Rebbe doesn't need landings. At all. On four and four. Seems not at all. We're going to see in a second that's not true. But at this point, the Gemara thinks that Rebbe is the type, he doesn't need a landing. Because I had an item, I chucked it across the Shuta Yachid to land in Shuta Rabim. And Shmuel says that Rebbe said that you have two korbanot. Now, the only way you can have two korbanot is. Now, and by the way, we're all, over here we're also seeing that you don't need an Akira. With, this is better than Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva, you only saw that you don't need a Hanacha. And here we see that I didn't need this Hanacha and I didn't need this Akira. Because this Akira I didn't have either. It was flying in the air. There was no, there was no Akira either. And he... Re- are you with me, Harry? Yes. It went from here to here. And it went... It skipped over. It skipped over this, the landing, and it skipped over the uprooting over here. And yet you said, I have two korbanot. That means I don't need either one. So maybe Rebbe of this one is the author of Amishnah. And now we're cool. That's why when you took it off the hands, you were okay. Because it's Rebbe who wrote it, and he doesn't need Akiraz or Hanachaz from Dalat al Dalat. As we see from here. Everything cool? Mm-hmm. Okay. Says the Gemara, no. Ha it But didn't we say about this story? Rav Ushmul da Lo Mikura. They say about this writer that this thing that it makes you chayav two korbanot, that's only if you took it through the Rashut Echid that was in the middle was one with a roof on it which means it was a house. Let's say there's a house with a roof on it and two windows, two big windows, and the guy chucked it from Rishut Arabim to Rishut Arabim through both windows. Got a nice arm. Went out over the house. Through that. It can't be always. It's got to be through. 
With because has to have a roof on top. Has to have a roof over, over it. Oh, yes. Okay. okay, I thought maybe it just can't be. Why? Why does he? Why does it have to be through? Why? Why do these two rabbis say that Rebbe was only talking about that? Why? Because Damrina, because we say Beta Kemande Malia Damia. We say the house is looked like it's full, and therefore, since we look at a house with a roof as if it's full, so it landed on the things that are in the house. Halakhically, when we see a house with a roof through the rabbi's glasses or through the Torah's glasses, we look at it's full. And being that it's full, an item that's chucked through it has landed on those imaginary full things in it. And that's why the rabbis are allowing it. That's why you can bring two khatats. That's why you have two khatats, because it had landings. But since it had landings, that... You see that it does need the Rebbe does need landings. So therefore, the only reason why, in the case of chucking it through the yeah. windows, it's okay, is because I did have a landing. Yes, it's on the imaginary stuff that's in it, but the Torah looks at the imaginary stuff is real. But that's real. But when I take it off the guy's hand in the Mishnah, there's no imaginary stuff there. So who says that Rebbe would write the Mishnah? Rebbe wouldn't agree to our Mishnah. He only lets the house only because it's, a roof. Because it's roofed. And roof things is like it's full of stuff. Right. And if it's full of stuff, like you have landing. imaginary landings. Like but when there's no imaginary landing, now Mishnah, where they're taking off Dani's hands, and there's no imaginary landings, uh, who said they would say that? Again, we don't have an opinion for our Mishnah. Yeah, but it doesn't help. We need both. Vichy Tema. Now the Gemara is still trying to hold up Rebbe for a second. Maybe I'll tell you, this case also is talking about Mikura. We're talking about a case where there was the Yeshut HaYachid was with the roof. Let's say that when the, the, the Balabai in the house, don't make him in a yard with a fence. Maybe the Mishnah was talking about a case where the Balabai was in a house. So therefore, his house is like it's full. So when it comes, when the item comes off his hand, it's coming from a place that's more than dalad al dalad because the whole house is full. Maybe you'll answer that. You with me or no? Good. Ha tenach. That makes sense. But reshut ayachid mikula. That all makes sense for the baal bayit who's in the reshut ayachid, which has a roof. Reshut rabim mikula michayav. But if you have a roofed. Rishut Arabim, would everyone agree that that's okay? That's not true. Shmuel bar Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Abba, Amar Rabbi Huna, Amar Rav, a lot of rabbis. Hama'avir chefetz arba amot Rishut Arabim mikura patur. They said that if you have a roof over your Rishut Arabim, you're patur. Because in the desert, they didn't have roofs when they carried. And the carrying that Chayav is only like the Jews carried in the desert. And therefore, it, the rule is if you carry on a roof Rishut Arabim, even though it's big enough to be a Rishut Arabim, you're not Chayav. So therefore, we have no way to make the Ani into a roof. Yes, I could say that my Rishut the Balabayit, who was in the house, in, in this case of the Mishnah, the Balabayit, I could say he had a roof over his head. So therefore, his hand was like four by four because it was imaginary fill. 
But you can't do the imaginary fill rule uh, for Rishut Arabim, because Rishut Arabim is automatically patur if it's, if it's got a roof on it. So it's got to be that there was no roof, and if there's no roof, there's no imaginary fill, and if there's no imaginary fill, and you, when you take the basket off the Ani's hand, you're no good. You, you're not chayav. You're good. You're good. Not chayav. Yes, good. Says the Gemara, El Amar Bzira Hamani. You know who wrote the Mishnah? Forget Rebbe. Forget Rabbi Akiva. I got a new rabbi who I could pin the Mishnah on, and it'll fit fine. Who is this other rabbi? Ahenim. Who's Ahenim? Okay. Netanya. Oh, you don't know Ahenim. Oh, don't worry, the Gemara's going to tell you. Don't worry. <laughs> I had a feeling. Okay, good. Tanya, we learned in a writer, he's got this whole thing down, Carl. I don't know why, why, don't know why he even come to class, Carl. We got the whole thing clear. Okay. Tanya, we learned in a writer, Ahanim Omrim, Ahanim say, Ahmad bin Komov Kibel. Talking about a case. A guy's in public property and he chucks an item and the other guy caught it. Okay? So I have a football. And I throw the football at Harry, and he carry catches it. It says that I am chayav because I did akira. Why Harry chayav for catching it? You know what he says this before? No, no. Well, uh, football. I discussed that. I just like I'm a, I'm a football fan. Well, okay. So I have a football, and I throw it at him, and I did akira. I moved it, and it lands on Harry because of me. So it lands on Harry's. Hands because of me, so Akira is me. The landing on Harry's hand is because of me. I did both things. I'm Chayaf, but in public place. In a public place, both in public. He's four or more away from me in a public place. That's carrying four or more should be a problem. Okay, says the But Akan Mekabel. But if Harry's a good football player and he runs in towards me to catch it. He was, let's say, 10 Amor away, and he runs into 7 Amor away, and he's running and catching it while he's running. Now, since he's catching it while he's running towards me, so the, the catching of it is now Harry. So the, the Hanacha, the, the landing part of it, is due to you, not me. And then, since we both did it together, we're both going to be patur. If he runs towards me, I don't owe a korban. I don't owe a korban. Mm-hmm. But if he stays in place and sits like this, like a dib, and he just lands in his hands, so then I did both, and then I'll be chayaf. So, we want to say now that our Mishnah was really Rebbe. I'm sorry, Acherim, not Rebbe. Not Akubikava, not Rebbe. We're up to Acherim now. It's Acherim, that's what it is, yeah. And, therefore, our Mishnah does because Now, how do you see it's Acherim? Why? Because Ahmad become over Kibel Chayaf. Because Acherim say that when you're standing in your place, if Harry didn't move any court, just landed in his hands, he's Chayaf. Hab, right? If you're a stickler and you say, hey, it has to land on a place that's 4x4, four four, Harry's not 4x4. Four four. He's a regular guy with hands. Where's 4x4? Four four? You see, for the fact that we said, forget the fact that you're patur if you, if you move towards me, but for the fact that Achayim said that I'm Chayav, if you're stationary, that proves that you don't need 4x4. Four four. And that same rabbi could have written this Mishnah. Got it? Beautiful. We got a real Tana, an official Tana, Achirim, who actually caught in a Brita saying that when Harry's still, 
We're even without, even with lack of four by four. Imaginary four by four. Even with lack of four by four, because because he doesn't have four by four in his hands, he's still chayav. We're good, and therefore he could have written the Mishnah. Rather, we see from here, do not require four by four. He's not going to like this either. Vidilma, maybe not. Dilma, the same thing we knocked off on Rabbi Kiva in the beginning. Who told you that when uh, the Acherim are lenient? When it comes, maybe they're only lenient when it comes to Harry because he's Hanaka. We already saw Rabbi Kiva also could, doesn't need a Hanaka in the Kluta. But we never saw that Acherim let it come off Akira without a 4x4. Who told you? And our mission needs both. Hold on. Even the Hanaka about Harry. Accepting it, I, we don't even have that with Harry. Why? Because who told you that Harry caught it with his hands out like this? Perhaps Harry picked up his dress. In the old days, people wore dresses, men, even men. Perhaps he picked up his dress and it landed in the dress that he was holding out, which was more than four by four. When it says that he caught it, maybe he caught it in his dress. And if so, you don't have any proof that he lets less than four by four, which is what we're looking for the whole time. Okay. That you don't need a Hanukkah. Even Hanukkah you don't have. Forget Akira. There's no Akira in this Mishnah. And even Hanukkah is faulty because we don't know how he caught it. It doesn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. So. Maybe he stuck at his... His cloak and he caught it. The ikanami hanacha, where you have hanacha and four by four also. Amar biaba says it biaba. Matnitin our mishnah kigon sheakar mitrakstal v'eniach al gabe krastal. Who told you that our mishnah we're talking about a case of landing in the guy's hands? Maybe the guy was holding a basket. And the basket was more than four by four. And therefore, even our Mishnah is four by four. So why are you going so far to look for a rabbi? Rabbi Akiva, Acherim, Rabbi, this Rabbi, that Rabbi. Relax. I don't need to find nobody. Maybe our Mishnah was talking about a case. The same way, like Albert's brain was working, the same way we said that Harry was sticking out his cloak and he was four by four. Maybe the guys in the Mishnah, both the Ani and the Baalabayit, are talking about guys who are holding baskets and they were taken from off the baskets and therefore there's four by four. Okay. You're right. You're right. Hold on. Wait, you're right on that too. <laughs> so ask the Gemara, how can you say our mission is talking about a basket, which we thought would answer everything? Doesn't it say he took it from his hand? Hand. Okay. So the Gemara, Tani, uh, when it says in his hand, uh, well, they meant, I think they meant the basket in his hand. Mm. Okay. So it says, oh, even that's good. That would be good. That's with the basket held by the Baalabayit in the Shuta Echid. 
But you're telling me that even the basket that's held by the Ani, let's accept that it could be that he, Ani was holding it. But a basket held by the Ani and the you want to, once you do that, in the Shutta that would become a Shutta Yachid. Because it's in the basket. Because he's holding, because it's, it's four by four. And therefore, why would we say that you'd be Chayav? Because you're going from a pri- private to private. You're going from Yachid to Yachid. Okay, hold on a second, let's see. Lema, let's assume if we do that, Lema de Loker of Yosef Yehuda. If we're going to say that our Mishnah is talking about basket to basket, then our Mishnah could not have been written by the following rabbi, Rabbi Yosef by Rabbi Yehuda. You know Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, right, Carl? Of course. You know him already? Well, well for the other guys, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta, who's Rabbi Yosef Yehuda? Rabbi Yosef Yehuda Omer, Naat Kana Bereshutarim, if a guy stuck a pole in the Shutarabim and and on the head of the pole, Traskal was a basket. Okay. Zarak and the guy threw something from Fort Tefahim away. Vinach al Gabav and it lands on top of it. Chayav. He's Chayav for throwing it from public to private. Because the Traskal on top is public to private. That's that's Tanakama of the Brisa. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That is Rabbi Yossi He says, Yechayav. So Rabbi Yossi says that that, that, that that means that a basket that's on a stick is Rishutah Yachid. And if so, the Mishnah would never have written that with the Ani outside is considered with his basket when the guy puts the thing in the Ani's hand. If the hand meant the Ani's hand with the basket in it, then he's putting it into Rishutah Yachid. And if so, how would it work? When it says the Babayit stuck his hand outside, and he put it into the hand of Ani, which we're saying now is into the basket in the hand of Ani. Why are you Chayav? You're going And what's no? No, we, we could even be the Rosh Yehuda. I feel the term of Yehuda. And I'm going to be the Rosh Yehuda. Because the, the reason why Rabbi Yosef Yehuda said that a basket on a stick is a Rishut Yachid is because the stick was above 10 Tzvachim tall. Okay? But here, in the case of the Ani, the Ani was holding the basket less than 10 Tzvachim tall. Why, why does Gemara talk about... Uh... We're going there. Good. We're going to answer that question. So Mara says... Okay. Kasha and Rabbi Abu, Rabbi Abu doesn't like this basket business. Mikatani Fayadoktani. How can you say it was the basket? It says his hand. Right? El Amr Abu, Kigon Rabbi Abu says no. Our mission is talking about a case where the guy's hand was lowered to within three tifachim of the ground. Now, within three tivachim of the ground, we have, we have a concept called lavud. Lavud connects your hand to the ground. And since it connects your hand to the ground, so it's like you put it on the ground. And therefore, the ground is more than four by four. And therefore, that's how we get out of the problem. Because the hand of the guy was within three tivachim of the ground, which is four by four. So everything's cool. Inside, he's holding a basket. And outside... Or not necessarily, maybe, maybe, 
Right. 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 No one who's standing can have his hands within a foot of the ground. It's less than a foot. It's like three, nine inches. How can, when you're standing up, no one has their hands nine inches to the ground. Okay? Mari says, Shocheh, Bishocheh. We're answering. The case was the guy was bent over. You're right. He was standing on his feet, but he's bent over and he's very, very capable gymnastically and he's able to get his hands to within 10 of the ground. If I want, I could tell you. He wasn't bending over. Biguma. The guy was standing in a pit. And therefore, since his body is lower than the surface of, of the street, he could have his hands regular within three twachim of the ground. And it could go into his hands. Or, bananas. Or we're talking about a midget. Okay? Who's short? Also chayav, midgets also chayav in, chayav in the Torah. And when the Mishnah is talking about either, either a bent over guy or a guy who's standing in a manhole for some reason, fixing the conhead pit, or... Guy's bent down. No, or he's a shrimp. Or he's Tom Thumb. Midget. Tom Thumb, Jewish. Bent down yeah. Good. in the hole or a midget? Amar Rava. Rava doesn't like these things. Rava's not happy with these things. Amar Rava. Ich will tana hani. Is the Tana going to bother to teach me all these funny cases? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to do it standing. We have to have the guy standing. If we're trying to get the guy's hand, it's not that, it's not that the cases are funny. But why would the Mishnah throw in the word Ahmad if it has to now bend over backwards to make the guy a midget? Just say he's, say he's bent over. Right? Ichvil means, Mari says double. The word double, what does it mean double mean? What, what did you double? You doubled means you told me an un, unnecessary piece of information that makes me now have to double back and say that he was a midget. Right? T- tell me he's not standing and then you don't have to make him a midget. Tell me he's not standing and he doesn't have to bend over so much. Why would you, you, you you're giving me, it's not, it's not a case that happened. You're telling me, the, you're teaching me the laws of Shabbat. This is the first Mishnah in the case of Shabbat. If you want to teach me a case, don't tell me Ahmad and then make him a midget. Are you with us? Mm-hmm. If it was a brighter and you're telling me oh, the case happened and I want to know what the law is, okay. So t- I'm okay discussing don't laws. It's not that we can't talk about laws of midgets. We can. But that's not the way to teach you about to teach you like that. Okay? Right? right? Leon likes it. You I'm with us? I'm loving it so far. Okay. No, I'm serious. El Amarava, rather, Rava says, Yado shel adam chashuva ke'arba al-arba. We're saying a new chidush here. A person's hand has a significance like four by four. New rule. Your hand gets a little like four by four. Forget. What? Your Rebbe says imaginary four by four with his hands. Yeah. Hold on. Now, Harry wants to know why. What's so special about hands? Since putting things on things less than 4x4 is unusual, that's why it's not considered 
landing. But people place things on hands all the time. Therefore, hands have a special rule that, the, that they become like a 4x4, four four, the Chatorah looks like a 4x4, four four, and that's what it means. So Rav is giving his own answer. You don't have to say it's any particular rabbi. It could be any rabbi because hands are 4x4. Four four. Like 4x4. Four. Like four Rabin came from Israel. Now, the, all the rabbis in Babel were working to figure out who it was. But when Rabin came from Israel, and of course Israel is a different political climate, and those rabbis didn't have a connection with the rabbis in Babel. We're learning Talmud Bavli. Okay? In Israel, they learned Talmud Yerushalmi. They knew they had a different tradition. And the Rabbi Yochanan came, they, Rabin came from there. He told them, Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a famous rule that a hand of a person is like four by four. So therefore, once that happens, we're all good. Okay? That's what we're coming up so far. A hand of a person is four by four. So once we say this rule of Yochanan, we're going to say another rule of Yochanan. Amr Abi Abin, Amr Abi Alai, Amr Abi Yochanan. Also, if you throw something and lands in your friend's hand, what's the point? already said that law already. Why would he tell me this rule that if it lands in your friend's hands, it's. It, we know that already. We said that hands are four. Rabbi Yochanan said two things. Number one, he said hands are four by four. And he says another thing where he says, if it lands in your friend's friend, that's the same thing. Doesn't know. I would have thunk. When did we say that your hands are four by four? When you want it to be four by four, which means that you think about that you want to make them four by four because I want it to land in those hands. But when it, let's say I was just chucking, uh, I had a uh, a wrapper and I was just chucking it out of my thing. I don't care if it lands on the floor or it lands in the hands, and it happens to land in the guy's hands. Maybe I'm not chayav because I didn't achshav. I didn't mentally think about it to make it into that, right? Kamash malan. So the second Rabbi Yochanan comes to tell you, even in that case, it landed in the hands. Yalla, it's four by four. Okay. So well, originally the Rabbi Yochanan. Originally the Rabbi Yochanan, if he says that, you you might talk you have to have that. Now we're telling you, even without that, it automatically goes. Okay. Another statement. I'm going to be a bean. I'm going to be lie. I'm going to be Yochanan. If a guy standing in the spot, and he caught it, right? We said before, if he moved from his place, we're talking about the Harry case here, where he moved towards me, and he caught it, patur. We also have a right that says, if you stood in your place, the throw is chayav. If you ran towards me and you caught it, patur, you patur. Thank you. Okay? Says the Gemara, right? Vikibel patur. Yes, the Gemara, by Rabbi Yochanan, Zarak chefetz, v'nekar hum komo, chazar v'kiblo mahu. Rabbi Yochanan wants to know what happens if I threw something kids do sometimes. If a kid has nobody to play ball with, he takes the ball, he throws it himself for Amot, and he catches it himself. Right? People do that. So if you do that in public property, on Ocean Parkway, on Shabbat, right? Are you, is the Jewish kid, right? SY kid, he's on Ocean Parkway on Shabbat, someone told him this in a roof. No, right? And he takes the thing, he throws it up for Amot, and he runs, and he makes the catch. Yes. Is he chayav or not? 
Does he bring a korban when the Beit Hamikdash comes out? When someone tells him after the Beit Hamikdash comes out, the Mashiach comes and says, "Guys, it's no eruv." Ah, how many korbanos do I need? Okay, so uh, well, remember they, they show the videotape. Well, you see the videotape. Look, here's you throwing and catching it. Is that chayav? Well, that's a real kind of question. Let's open up Mishnah Shabbat Tafei and see what the story is. Yeah, is in the speech now? Okay. Okay, well, well, let's finish it up. What's the question? Right? Of course he's Chayav. If he did both, he did Akira Nechav. What's the question? Oh. The question is, when a guy does two actions, what is it? Do we say that two actions is like one person, and therefore you Chayav? Gemara does not answer the question. Gemara does not know if he's chayav in this case. Now, why would you not? Let's just explain why, yes and why not. Let me explain. When we say that two and two people do an action, they're patur, there's two ways to look at why they're patur. Do we look at it and say, well, the reason why they're patur is because there's two different people. Two different people are splitting the things. Or do we say, no, the reason why it's like that is because there's two actions involved in doing it. Meaning, since, it, like, like, let's say the case in the, in, the, in, the, in the Mishnah. I give it and you take it from me. Since there were two actions necessary to get it done, that's patur. If so, when I do one action here and then I run and I catch the piss... Isn't that like running in the same like thing? Hold on. So, or, or in the running in case, in the running in case, is the reason why Harry, Ampatu, when he runs in, is because Harry did the second action. And even if I would have done the second action, since it's a two action thing, Malacha, maybe Ampatu because it's a two action thing. Or is the reason why Ampatur is because the two people thing? Is it a two action thing that's Patur? Or two people thing that's Patur? From the Mishnah, we don't know. Right? In the mission, you see that two actions and two people. But what would be the law if there's two actions with one person? We don't know. And the Gemara ends with Tiku. We cannot be sure if you could bring a Korban in the case of a guy throwing a football in public property and catching him himself. himself. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy stuff. Wow. Okay? Uh, one more law from there. I've got to get to the next page. Just in my brain, I have to get to the next page. I hope I get there. Someone will drive me there? Anyone have a car yeah, close? Yeah, plenty. Close, very close. Make a U-turn, but otherwise, yeah. Okay. If a person sticks his hand into his friend's yard, okay, I can't do this. Guys, this is next time. Sorry. <laughs> 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 held up the class, but he's worth it. He used to be part of the class. We'll hold him up. <laughs>